This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, Our Lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at the Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Car Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast, also known as OLP. Thanks for coming back and listening every single week. This is episode 253. It's going down. We've got a jam-packed episode, and I want to thank Bayou Showdown and Orange Beach Invasion. Those are the next two events under the Custom Car Show Production umbrella that are coming up. Of course, Bayou Showdown is this November, the weekend before Thanksgiving in Slidell, Louisiana. Mini trucks, full-size trucks, of course, low riders, you name it. They're going to be there, Slidell, Louisiana. Also, Orange Beach Invasion, one of our favorite shows. It's going down in Orange Beach, Alabama. One of the biggest, baddest shows around. You can find out more on Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, orangebeachinvasion.com. You can pre-register right now. The premium spots are up. You have to contact Lauren Miller on Facebook. Hit her up. Now, we also want to thank Corey and team over at Mini Truck Showdown for coming on board to partner with OLP. We certainly appreciate that. You can uh, search on Instagram, Mini Truck Showdown. They're also on Facebook as well. You want to look out there for the event. Now, their next event that we're really keen to is going to be right now. As of right now, it's May of 2022. And I'm hearing that could change, so we'll be able to bring you the information as soon as we get it. This event for 2021 was off the hook. They've grown by leaps and bounds. They moved from Bakersfield to Vegas. But, oh, by the way, when they pulled out of Bakersfield, they still had plans to come back there. So they're cooking up some stuff back in Cali. But, of course, their flagship event, Mini Truck Showdown, is going down in Vegas. Much more to come. We've had Corey on in the past. And uh, we'll have him on very soon to kind of talk about some key updates. But Mini Truck Showdown, this is gonna, this is becoming one of the biggest, baddest mini truck shows on the West Coast. I don't want to say anywhere because we still have some of our favorites like, like Southeast Mini Truck and Nats, which to us we just love. And that's, of course, every April in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. But on this episode, basically what we're going to do is kind of the future generation. We're going to touch base hopefully with – a few of the up-and-coming uh, you know, dudes right in the scene. And I'll cut away for some audio a little bit earlier to keep this episode fresh. Biggity Mike, the mayor, can't get a hold of this guy, man. He's out gallivanting last weekend, missing small-town throwdown. 
man, dude, he's just you just can't you can't hold this guy down, man. He's uh he's working on his new album, I think, the Gallivanting man. Have no clue what he's up to, but rest assured, hopefully we'll touch base with Mike next week. If everything works out, this episode, as I mentioned, um, kind of future mini trucker, so to speak, uh, Carter is from Down the Earth Photography. I think he's going to be up first. And then, of course, uh, no stranger, Dayton from Future Mini Trucker Podcast. Uh, we're excited to talk with him a little bit. And then, if all works out, we'll also have another guest. We'll kind of see how that works in a little bit later to the episode. We are also going to have kind of an announcement from Hammered Weekend Wear, so we'll do a little bit of audio there. That's going to include Riggedy Ron Perkins, maybe Hank, Adam Tripp, and then Corey Floyd. So uh, it's cool stuff coming there. It's all on this episode. And the overview is brought to you by Graphics Mafia. If you're in the need for stickers, maybe you had a sticker made in the past and you want to get it reprinted, hit up Graphics Mafia. All you have to do is send them the file. They'll take care of you. Great customer service, great support overall, and uh, we even had them deliver stickers to shows for us. They go above and beyond, but uh, don't just take our word for it. Hit up graphixmafia.com or Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. All right, the scene updates. So this one, we're going to kick off a little bit different. Again, we're trying to keep things fresh around here, non-mundane, so to speak, and I'm going to actually jump on now with Carter from Down to Earth Photography. All right. So as I just mentioned, we're going to go ahead and uh, pick up here with Carter from Down to Earth Photography. How are you doing, Carter? I'm doing good. How about you? Everything's good. I wanted to, I've been wanting to have you on. I met you at Made to Steel Show, one of our favorite shows out here in the Central Florida area, Dover, Florida, of course, typically every May. And... um Man, I got a chance to know you, and you've been going to shows for a while, so why don't you do a little bit of introduction on yourself, maybe your full name, and kind of just where you grew up at. So originally, my name's Carter Colburn. I grew up in the in Ohio, in the Portage County area, about 40 minutes from Cleveland. Cool. And we ended up, we start, me and my dad, we would work on his truck, his 95 S10, we would work on it, and we would take it to small meets every now and then, but he wanted to go out bigger. So he got a hold of Aaron Combs, who dropped out, and asked him when his show was, and he told him the date, which I can't remember for the life of me. And it was the last year at Maps, and we took blue, we took the blue S10 there, and that's where it, really where it all started. And that's when I when we found found our club down there with Customs, based out of PA, and starting started a Ohio chapter that day. Man, hey, I appreciate you sharing some of the backstory. Yeah, you could follow them on it's dropped D R O P T out. We've had Aaron on before. Great guy. Had a chance to meet him back at Mini Nats this year in, in uh, Maggie Valley. But when you talk about you know some of the heritage that you've had, so you did spend time in the garage, kind of with your pops, like because he's into this stuff too, right? Yeah, he grew up '90s mini trucking, going to shows, and he saw this truck in the magazine and mini trucking magazine and he's always dreamed of owning it and one day he got a phone call from his uncle saying i got you the truck come pick it up what a great story and really went and picked it up and took it home now you when when i met you at me to steal you kind of found your way down here 
what was the motivation to kind of leave the Midwest area? It was my dad has hip and back issues, and he ended up going to the doctor, and they said, it's either you have surgery or you move more south. Gotcha. And really, my dad took my dad came home that day, and he said, all right, let's sell some stuff, and we're moving to Florida. There you go, just kind of up and moved. So uh, going back to the Ohio area, so you got a chance to go. My understanding, did you get to go to the prison where they had filmed um, Shawshank Redemption? Yes, we went every year at the reformatory. Reformatory, there you go. Yeah, so uh, thankfully Mike's not on this episode. I don't think he's ever even seen Shawshank Redemption, which really is a true travesty. It's a, it's an American treasure of a movie, one of the greatest friendship movies of all time. And, and I don't know, sometimes I worry about Mike for not seeing some of these amazing classic movies. But put that aside... When I met you, you kind of talked a little bit about you got into the photography stuff as well. Talk to us about that. Uh, really, it kind of just started when I was when I was younger. I, at ten years old, I had my first phone, and really, I just started like because we built my my famous wagon at the time, and I just started taking photos of it at shows of different backgrounds, like at the reformatory and all that. And really, it just kind of. I got into getting a good angle at things, and then I kind of took it next step ahead when I got my new phone at, I think, 12, and started editing my, my things and started making it more unique, and really it took off from there, and it's now where I'm going to be planning on making a magazine, and it's going to be yearly, and each category in the magazine is going to be each different show. And that, and I'm planning on having that dropped by December 30th. Well, it's big goals that you're setting for yourself. I love to hear it. Well, let me ask you this. How, so how old are you now? I am 15 now. Okay, great. Yeah, because I was wondering, I was trying to think, like, you know, I've been around cell phones a long time. I was like thinking, okay, was he like the flip phone era? I was like, nah, he's too young for that. Was he the BlackBerry? Because Mike still has a BlackBerry, which is weird, right? And I was like, nah, yeah. he's too young for that. Do you remember kind of what what phone are we talking about? You know that you maybe had maybe five uh, five years ago or so, six years ago. My my first phone was a Samsung Galaxy J three. Nice. Well, you still remember that? That's a way better phone than Mike even has. Because I mean, clearly when Mike goes to shows, he doesn't even take photos generally. You know what I mean? Generally. So yeah. he, last I heard, he doesn't even have a camera on his phone. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so good stuff, right? But yeah. Um. Why don't you plug your page so that if someone wants to go out there and, you know, this, we're all about the future generation, right? Because a lot of us guys, everybody's getting older, but, you know, the new wave of, you know, mini truckers is kind of coming in or enthusiasts, if you want to call them that. So plug your yeah. page so people can go out there and kind of see some of the stuff you've been doing. Um, on Instagram, it's down to earth photography. Yep. And, and it, it's, yep. Yeah. Same thing on Facebook. Yeah, and on Instagram, you know, more than likely you don't have to put that uh, underscore, but it's down yeah. underscore and then number two, and then spelled yeah. out Earth Photography. Now, it's not to yeah. be confused with our friends, our family out west. You know, they're down to Earth is the club that's been around a very, yeah. very long time. And uh, it was awesome. Chris Kudo from Down the Earth, he was out at Mini Nats this year, and uh, I mean, it was cool linking up with them. But uh, it's pretty cool. The spin on your name is kind of ties into – what we all know when we hear down to earth, we think of low vehicles, right? Low trucks. Do you have a specific type of vehicle or truck that you really like? 
really, I grew up around Chevys, Chevy S10s. And really when we bought my mom, my truck, it kind of, I kind of fell in love with it. And I fell in love with the square body first gen look of the S10. And that's really what I fell in love with. Hey, that's not a bad truck to really love. I mean, I remember growing up and that was the truck that we saw everywhere and we still see them. They're kind of, I don't want to say getting harder to find, but they are getting harder they're to find, fading, yeah. especially the, fading. the extended cab trucks are awesome. And yes. hopefully we're going to talk to Colin a little bit later in the episode. I didn't mention his name at the beginning, but it looks like I've got confirmation that we will be able to link up with them. And you know, Colin, he's got his and it's yeah. on the rise. You know, he had some Belltech products yeah. on it and you know, he's doing his thing. Yeah. I keep in touch. I keep in touch with him. I'm planning on meeting up with him here pretty soon at some show. I love hearing it. What are you, obviously we're kind of, you know, winding down. I mean, in Florida, summer's all year round, let's be honest, but we're kind of winding down the show season to a certain extent, I guess. Mentally, yeah. I haven't accepted that, but what are you most excited about going from, you know, the rest of, you know, the rest of 2021 into 2022? Um, I'm looking forward just for the show, the upcoming new shows that I've heard about coming down. Like, I'm I'm excited for Slam Slam Fest on October 9th and 10th, mm-hmm. and next year I'm really looking forward to East Eastbound and Down. Great, I love it, man. Man, you know how to cut some promos. I love this and Slam Fest for me. It's near and dear to my heart. I've been this will be the 25th straight one. I guess I'm really showing my age, and uh, okay. it's just the dedication I have to you know love going to shows. So to your point, you nailed the dates, 9th and 10th of October. You can go to minimadness.com and pre-register, save about $20. But, oh, by the way, Mike must have paid you good. And if he hasn't paid you, you got you to gotta hit him up, Carter, and be like, yo, man, where's yeah. my payday? But you're right, Eastbound <laughs> Get Down is this uh, January. Yeah, on um, January 28th, 28th through the 30th. I think so. And, you know, like I said, when you see Mike next time, just say, yo, Pay up, sucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there cutting promos yeah. for you, Biggity Mike. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I love to see the passion that you have. At Made a Steel Show, you also had a wagon that you were pulling around. Talk to us about that. Um, yeah. When when we started show when we started going to shows, we saw all these pull behind radio flyer wagons that were slammed and lowered. And my dad wanted to go to the next level with it. And he's been and for the, for a long time, he planned on making like just a homemade chassis, but we ended up finding a Razor four-wheeler that our neighbors were throwing away. We took everything off of it besides the motor. We took a wagon body we had laying around. We cut it to fit, bolted it to the, to the frame, and put two 12-volt deep-cycle batteries on and just started going from there and building it, and it's now on air ride with its own onboard compressor, lights, and whole nine yards dude very cool stuff anytime we see the younger generation getting involved and then you have something cool like that it really kind of reinforces that hey you're you know you've already got kind of a dedication to wanting to go to shows and and represent the scene when you started telling me that you know you had been up to dropped and destroyed and you knew some of these folks i was like damn man even though you're young you're you know you're about that scene man i love it yeah that's good stuff. Carter, you know, it's been cool syncing up with you. We're going to sync up with, it looks like, Colin uh, now, and then we're also going to have, as you know, Dayton on. Uh, you guys have, yeah. have, have, you know, kind of forged a little brotherhood yourselves 
Uh, what else yeah. would you want to share with the listeners? I mean, anything we maybe maybe missed or anything you want to mention? Yeah, this year at Slamfest, I'm rebuilding my 85S10 after the wreck it had about a year and a half ago. And it's had a paint accident where the paint peeled off like it was a wrap. And now we're buying new paint for it, and it's going to be revealed off at Slamfest. And I'm talking with Matt Smith, the owner of Redwood, which was shown off with you guys at After Dark. Yeah, the real. I said the real Matt Smith. I love it. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to him and see if I can get my truck with Redwood this year. I'm pretty good friends with him, so I can probably maybe work it out with him and get both of our square bodies next to each other for the first time. Look at you already trying to set things up, man. I love the the you know partnerships that you're doing you know forming those relationships and uh you've obviously linked up with a great guy you know matt smith a real matt smith one of the best dudes out there man yeah well great man is there any shout outs you want to give to your pops or anyone else or anything else we maybe didn't hit on um yeah my dad chris colburn he he owns 95 s10 it's very well known as blue it's been from Ohio to Florida and back at many various shows for the past 15, 20 years with him owning it and with the old owner, Adam Way, I believe that's his name, owning it. And it's changed a lot over the years. It had flames on high, and it was on hydraulics. It was OG at the time. My dad tried to keep the paint job OG until it got backed into by, by, a, dump, by I think, a work truck. And then he had to switch it up and go with his solid color. But we're planning on changing the paint again and going back to an OG paint job. Well, we are going to be excited to see it. If you've got photos along the way that you want to share, send them our way and we'll make sure we get the word out. Can't wait to link up with you. The good thing is now that you're in Florida, over the years there's a lot of shows. And we try to highlight all of them as much as we can. Yeah. But there is a good mix of shows, and granted, you know, Florida's a big state, but, you know, we know Sparks in the Park, that one's way over there. You know, they're the red-headed stepchildren over in the panhandle, right, the P-word. But if yeah. you really look at all of the other shows, like Trucks and Cheeseburgers is coming up, of course, Slam Fest, and then you yeah. peel into next year uh, with, like, Relaxed on the Ranch, I mean, you'll just have a blast if you could just hit some of those yeah. in the uh, vicinity. Yeah, our goal is to hit up a lot of shows, a lot of shows in the upcoming year with my truck, our new dually we just bought, and everything else. Very cool. Well, listen, man, it's always um, great linking up with you, Carter. I would ask that everybody, if you want to check out his stuff, you can just go out there, as we mentioned, type in down number two, and then spell out the rest of it, Earth Photography. Uh, You can check out uh, some of the cool stuff he's doing. He's really good at tagging people. He shared some photos recently with uh, Matt Middleton's S10 and Waka's Toyota, and you got your little watermark going on. So I love to see it personally because I want to see more young uh, kinfolk like you get involved in the scene. So keep doing what you do, Carter. All right. And stay on the rise. Give us the on the rise. On the rise. My brother. All right, man. You have a good night, and we'll keep in touch with you. All right. You too. All right. See you, bud. It's always refreshing to me to link up with some of the younger kinfolk. And, you know, being that we could call him right then and there, you know, not even pre-recorded, it's a good feeling hearing the positivity from someone like Carter. 
Now, continuing on the scene updates, I want to also talk about this here in a minute in terms of like Carter being a younger cat. The uh, C10 intervention, so I wanted to kind of do a quick rundown. I had the opportunity, I was asked by Street Trucks to come out and help with the live stream. I've mentioned that a couple of times. What I ask is if you can go out on Facebook and YouTube and check out the live stream. You know, maybe you're working in the workshop, maybe you're in the garage, you've got a TV out there, maybe you can stream. Dude, it's one of those things you can kind of just put on and enjoy. Uh, if you're working, you could prop your phone up and just let it roll. There's some good uh, content in there. Uh, we show the kickoff, the kind of the gentleman start your engine moment when the C10s all uh, you know, turn the key and they start rolling down the strip. We go down the strip, we come back, we do audio and video from that night, the next day as well, which was technically the show. But I want to give you a huge shout-out to Chris Hamilton, the editor of Street Trucks, for the opportunity, and Solomon Lunger as well. He shoots a lot of features, done a lot for especially the C10 Builders Guide, or the F100 Builders Guide, but he shoots all different types of stuff. But at this event, the quick rundown that I would say is the travel was was pretty flawless. It was um, a, a two-part flight over to Sacramento. I had never been that north in California. So flew in on Thursday. That allowed for, you know, obviously the, the evening festivities, getting some food, hanging out. Friday, even though I'm West Coast time, I wake up almost at the normal time. And I'm ready to rock and roll. And it's like literally, I think, when I woke up out there, it was like 3.45. Now, generally, I would wake up even earlier than that because I get up before 6 a.m. Eastern. And I found myself like going, twiddling my thumbs, right? Because Solomon and Chris, you know, they're sleeping in their room. They're doing whatever. And I'm like pacing back and forth. Like, what am I going to do, right? So I get on social media, start looking at stuff, start trying to plan out some of the things I knew that I wanted to do, like see certain trucks, get certain video, do certain things for some of the reels that I wanted to create, you know, at the event, right? Which is still a day and a half away, basically, because we're talking Friday morning. Uh, once we got going, we kind of made our way. I want to say we went to In-N-Out Burger for lunch, which was cool because that's, you know, a place I don't get to go all the time. So uh, that was pretty cool. Got some lunch, went over to the downtown area and uh, we did meet up on Friday night with Carlos. Now, Carlos is from Dropped Lower. He's also the guy behind C10 Intervention. So there's a lot of players. There's a lot of sponsors. You know, there's a lot of folks that have helped him. But, you know, if you go to the, his tent, it's the Dropped Lower tent. It's the C10 Intervention tent. So, you know, that's the brands that he has. So had dinner with him. It finally clicked because I was like, hey, I bought stuff from Drop Lower, Dropped Lower before. So it kind of clicked that, okay, boom, this is Carlos. Okay, boom, this is his his show. Got a chance to see a C10, his 67, I believe it is. Man, he kept talking about it. The engine setup, I think, is from um, Delmo's, I believe. And then he's got AccuAir on it, a killer stereo, just that patina on the outside that Ronnie talks so much about on C10 Talk. Got a chance to then cruise over to his house. Beautiful house, amazing garage, kind of like garage. And then I think on the other half was even a um, kind of some, it, it had like guest rooms. It was almost like a pool house with a garage on the side. I mean, it was sick. He's got a, you know, he starts telling me he's got a bagged Impala. I'm like, yo, if you're only four blocks away, let's go check it out before we head back to the hotel. Because mind you, we're like 
20 minutes from the main stuff, right? So we go over there, we check it out. He's got all these badass hubcaps, uh, NOS stuff. He was uh, one of the guys I know. Um, I love those little coolers, those igloo coolers called Little Cool Rest with a K. I knew that he was collecting those like crazy. So I kind of wanted to see what he had. And, dude, just a real cool setup and uh, a lot of parts, C10 stuff. And it kind of ties into one of his shirts because he has his hubcap shirt. And I love it. And it just ties into all the stuff that he loves, right? So we kind of hang out a little bit. And then we go back to the hotel. I think we, we cruised around a little bit, did some different things. But, man, we were just, like, blasted, right? I mean, we were just exhausted. Saturday we get up. Got the game plan. Saturday basically ended up being the cruise. So we went, and if I remember correctly, we shot, I can't remember if it was, I think it was on Saturday, we shot a truck. So we had to meet up with a guy. We did some scouting earlier on because we were going to shoot some other stuff. So we got a chance to go out kind of the farmland area. And, uh, man, there was this one area we went to. It was a farm where they had um, all these sunflowers. They were all dead. And uh, Solomon was like, man, I wonder what's going on here. And I was like, well, there's this really bad drought going on, which was my assumption for all the dead stuff. But basically kind of did some scouting, and that led us over to featuring a guy by the name of Kevin Wall, W-O-H-L, I believe it is. And um, his truck uh, was basically shot. Uh, Street trucks, uh, as well as Solomon and I, we did some behind-the-scenes live footage. We also did some behind-the-scenes uh, photos, and we shared some of that, but not too much because obviously, you know, you want the feature to to kind of come out and you want to be able to see it. So that K5 Blazer, he ended up buying from a guy, and he kind of told us the story. Bob Grant had built this. I mean, I think he did a lot of it, and then I believe he had a local shop there in California do like a lot of maybe like punch list type stuff, refresh some things. I don't know the whole story on it, but nice guy. He cruised it over from the local shop, and I don't know, it was maybe like 10-minute drive to where we shot it. So that all went really well. Truck ran great. And then Saturday night basically was from 3 to 6, the road was shut down. So kind of the preliminary work, a lot of stuff went into it. The local jurisdictions that kind of work together with, you know, DOT and fire and, and, and the, you know, sheriff's office and all this different stuff. So basically around... um what was it, around 3 o'clock, the road starts getting shut down. And then by 6, basically, it was, gentlemen, start your engines. The cruise is on. The cruise went for, I mean, basically it was a three-hour window, but about an hour and a quarter to an hour and a half into it, guys just started parking, hanging out, getting some food, slapping hands, and it was just a good time. Sunday, we got up early. By the time we got to that same area, it felt like we were late, even though we weren't. It was just there were, there were guys that were even earlier than us. And uh, so that was perfect timing. We started the live stream, started getting our content, and uh, just was an awesome trip. The trip home, not too bad. Delayed flights both going there, delayed flight coming home, almost missed the connection. And really, I would have missed it unless there must have been multiple people on the flight, which caused them to hold the plane at the gate for, I don't know, an extra 15 minutes or so. That was great, thanks to United. And then, boom, I showed up. I thought, man, it's gone. They said, hey, you going to Tampa? I said, yes. And they said, you're in luck. Jump on. And so that was that was good. 
haven't traveled a lot since the pandemic. Of course, I did travel for a family deal back in June, but uh, that was about it from a flight perspective. The thing I would just wrap it up and say, dude, Carlos dropped lower. Fantastic job. I've said this before. The C10 community, Ronnie was there. got a chance to have dinner with him on Saturday night with street trucks and some of his homies. Dude, uh, Juan from Phoenix Bicycle Company, and then um, it was Sam. Yeah, I think it was Sam Castronova. He uh, he was there as well, and he had his OBS truck, dude, looking fresh on some wheels. I mean, just just great great people, right? But the thing I've always said about the C10 community is they are so tight knit. It doesn't matter that that there's different clubs, you know, there's C10 club, and they've you know they got their banner that says you know no rules, no dues, no this. Like they're just a big family. I personally, I don't see a lot of hate. I don't see a lot of, you know, this and that, or he's got bigger wheels or this. So, you know, I want to continue to to try to do our best to unite the mini truck community. Not saying that we're, you know, we're not, because, I mean, we see a lot of unity with the clubs. And, you know, there was that famous photo a few years ago where, you know, all the, the ladies and the, you know, I think it was dude, lady, dude, lady, I hope. Uh, it was the ladies and the dudes holding the hands. I think it was. And they had all the jackets on, right? So there's a lot of unity with the bigger clubs and stuff. But I tell you, you go to an event like this, and it was just everybody is one team. You know, it's it's C10s, it's Suburbans, it's C20s, it's C30s. It, 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 there's a mini truck out there. I mean, dude, it was just, it was all love. So uh, I want to continue to see that in our scene, and, and I'll push that as hard as we can. I think that's all from C10 Intervention. If I forgot anything, I apologize, but bottom line, great city. Solomon and Chris did a fantastic job. Go out on Facebook and YouTube. Watch the live streams. It helps us so much. Leave a comment, things like that. Go check out the reels. I've done uh, some of them, most of them on the Instagram. Solomon did some as well. So uh, we want to keep that going with street trucks and then, of course, over on OLP. All right, transitioning to a digital perspective, really only one key update here. Uh, speaking of YouTube, Grinder TV, Mr. Brian, uh, he did a great job. He released his new video, Mini Trucking in the Northwest slash The Awakening, which, of course, is relaxing in the Northwest, The Awakening. That's out there. Go check it out. Leave a comment. Leave a thumbs up. From a print standpoint, really the only update that I have here to share is I got a chance to get really a first look at the C10 Builder's Guide. Chris had a bunch shipped there out to the event, and you had an opportunity to get a free issue that's a $10 value, and it's a kick-ass issue. C10 Builder's Guide, one of the favorite books, so to speak, from Engaged Media. A lot of people buy it on newsstands nationwide. It wasn't quite out yet. This one's a little controversial because, of course, it features a truck on the cover with not one, but I believe it's two Tesla electric motors. Definitely going to hurt some feelings, but uh, pretty cool. I got a chance to read through that. And then I would say I loved, loved, loved Ronnie's column. Uh, he ties in side A and side B of a cassette tape. Pretty cool stuff. And lastly, just a few things I've seen on Facebook uh, Radar did sell his one old school mini truck, so don't know the whole backstory there, but he posted on September 2nd and said the Datsun got picked up today and it's headed to its new home in Arizona, kind of weird, 
dropping it off and never seeing it again. Hashtag Dotson. 620. Hey, dude. Uh, congrats on the sale is all I got to say. And then I know Small Town Throwdown, we had uh, Matt on recently to talk about it. It seems like it was a huge success. Uh, Waka posted and said, hey, just got home from Small Town Throwdown. This show is lit. Fire emoji, of course. And I mean, because it was hot. LOL, for real, the show is super laid back and chill. Huge variety of rides showed up. He did get the, uh, he got a top 25 an award plus the R Lifestyle Podcast Award, which is that famous skate deck. It features the graphic disorder artwork, but it was done by Joey at Get Decked. So thanks so much to him. If you're a show promoter and you want to put um, you know, your artwork on some decks for some specialty type awards, search Get Decked, two words, Facebook or Instagram, and hit Joey up. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That kind of wraps up the scene updates that I wanted to cover. Uh, keep in mind, the scene updates is brought to you by Garage Gear Clothing. Uh, often, I think you guys think we're joking, but if you go to garagegearclothing.com, they have free, yes, I said it, free shipping on all US of A orders. It says it right here, free shipping. And uh, just note that they have the, uh, the kids on lock in terms of gear. They've got the ladies on lock in terms of gear, and they have plenty of truck shirts, including sport trucks, C10s, minis, full sizes, you name it. Oh, I love their hat selection. But to check it out, you got to go to garagegearclothing.com or find them at an event nationwide like Lone Star Throwdown where they will be slinging their gear. All right, I'm going to go over the key show updates, and then I'm going to try to uh, get some audio with Colin Haggy. So uh, the key show updates, basically by the time this airs, I will have refreshed the calendar, the official OLP digital show calendar, okay? The important thing here is if you go to ourlifestylepodcast.com, on the left side, you can select official OLP show calendar. And then of course, once you land there, you do have to tap on where it says click here to subscribe. Now we've made this a little easier. You can also go on Instagram. You can tap the link in our bio and then select the option that will take you to this page. And then you just select here. You'll receive a pop-up that says, do you want to allow this page to open your calendar? And when you subscribe, all of these dates will be entered magically into your device. It doesn't matter if it's an iPhone or Android. So kind of what we're looking at here is some refresh dates for next year. So like adding in Lone Star Throwdown, those are kind of some of the housekeeping things I needed to do. Now with um, the show season just blasting by, you basically heard Carter talk about Slamfest. So that's the 9th and 10th of October. Of course, you can pre-register now and save about $20 as we mentioned. SEMA is the first week in November. And it does look like I'm locked in to go out there from Sunday to Sunday. Well, of course, we're working on bringing some coverage for from the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. So more on that. And then, of course, all week we'll be doing interviews all throughout the convention center. So super excited for SEMA. That's, of course, the first week in November. Laying at the Lake is the 12th through the 14th of November. Grapeland, Texas. And then Biggity Bayou Showdown is the 11th or uh, 1119 through 1121. Now, that weekend, I will not be able to make it out because we're hosting our annual 
event, which we call the Tampa Kennedy Cruise, open to all makes and models. That's going to be on the 20th. And that pays a little homage to JFK, who was here back in 63, before his unfaithful trip to Texas, where he was assassinated. But that's going to round it out for this year. And of course, you know, as we get closer to the end of the year, we'll start to reinforce the dates next year. You know, Mike's show is in January. February, we've got a couple of shows, including Lone Star Throwdown. March, you have Orange Beach Invasion. Just so, so much to talk about. All right, so now I'm going to try to call Colin to talk to him a little bit. And again, we're keeping with the theme this episode. It's a little bit different, right? So we're we're going into some of our normal updates, and then we're calling a guest, right, to get keep it fresh. Uh, Colin... Uh, he basically was someone that we met through our friends, and uh, he's a mini trucker. Him and his dad, Brian, they love this stuff. And, of course, his truck was unveiled to him by his parents at Southeast Mini Truck and Nats. That was back in 2020. It was a secret unveiling. We did it in the OLP booth. We did it live on Facebook through Street Trucks, which was awesome. So I wanted to kind of check in with him. They've since done some cool things to the truck, and then we'll uh, keep on going. Okay, so as I mentioned, we're going to transition in here. We did get Colin. I just called him. Colin, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for asking it. What's the proper pronunciation of your last name? Hagee. Hagee. Okay, cool. Because I always want to say yeah. Haggy, so you know, you, you got me there. You got it right. So, but Yeah, me and my dad always have a little chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You're like, damn, just get it right. But... We, you know, we met you as I had mentioned before. I, you know, called you, uh, you know, through friends, right? Through the Josh Ellis. Your dad's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, Brian, and of course, you know, you're this young, up and coming, you know, kid that has showed a lot of interest in the scene, right? So why don't you just Definitely. give like a, yeah. you know, a, a little bit of background on yourself, maybe where you grew up and and who you are, man. So, um, pretty much just from just outside Charlotte, North Carolina, here. And I guess how I really got into the scene was, I mean, Josh Ellis had mentioned to my dad about March 2019 about he had mentioned mini Nats. And me and my dad just kind of looked at each other like, oh, cool, go check that out. And when we got there, it was so different than anything I'd ever been to. I mean, I had been to like car shows like Cars and Coffee, stuff like that, stuff that they put on at like the Speedway over here. But nothing like this. I mean, this was just (laughs) the high quality that there was here was just breathtaking. And then just going through shows over the next two years and all that. And then of course COVID happened. So shows in 2020 that we really wanted to go to, we couldn't make it to. But um, when we heard that mini nights got put back on, we were like pumped and we were like, yes, we want to go back. And I guess my dad was more pumped than I was, than I was because he had a secret hidden from me. And that was him giving me my truck at the end of the show, which you thankfully helped out and got that put out there, which I'm very appreciative of. Yeah, we know that you are. And, you know, I'm glad you said that because I, I had alluded that, you know, wanted people to know like a little bit of who you were. So when, when Brian, your dad had approached us about doing it, you know, we we're like, Hey, no problem. And you know, that event, Southeast money truck and Nats, which is every April typically, right is yeah. it's kind of like the Super Bowl like it's it's not easy to get a ticket they sell out quick right and it's no. just a high quality event so you know rest in peace to our, our, our good friend Greg Miller Greg had partnered with Mike yeah. and said hey from scraping the coast what we'll do is we got the ticket so your your dad had worked 
kind of the angle right behind your back to be able to get the truck over there. And that couldn't have been yeah. an easy feat. I mean, did you really, I mean, you did really seem surprised, but did you have any like idea that something was going on? No, I mean, I just thought honestly, cause like you brought me over cause we had just done the, um, I believe it was just like a little raffle or auction uh-huh. and it was to help support Sean Rose, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, and you had brought me over and you had like mentioned right before that, Oh, we're, I want to like get you on camera, talk to you about your photography that I, that you do. And also, I was like, Oh, okay. This will just be really cool. <laughs> so at that point, my heart was a little like, Oh my God, I've never been on camera before. Right. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden I hear this rev come up from behind me and lo and behold, it's my S well, my, I guess now it's my S 10, mm-hmm. but no, the whole funny part about that whole day was, is we had been sitting back there because that's where you guys were like set up and everything and we were hanging out there back with you and i literally sat up next to the truck and i think i even brushed up against it one time and i was like oh no i didn't mean to hit somebody's truck right right so i just thought that was funny um but yeah no the way like i had no idea that that was gonna happen that day yeah, and you had showed interest, obviously going to some of the shows, and you know you're like, "Hey, I want to do this photography thing," but you know, obviously, you know, kids start to get to fifteen, sixteen. Parents start thinking about, "Hey, what's the first vehicle?" and stuff like that. Had you expressed yeah. to your dad that and your mom that you kind of, you know, "Hey, I want to, I want to get a mini truck." I mean, how did those conversations go? So, I mean, I guess it goes back to twenty nineteen mini nets. I mean, I think I was, I hadn't turned fifteen yet. I was still fourteen. Um, but like 14, 15, 16, like you said, that's when you ever, that's when you kind of start wanting, pondering what your first car is going to be, what you want. And at that point I had never really been opened up to many trucks. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, Oh, I want like a, a third gen Camaro or something like that. Or just right, like a right. little, or a little like, um, little Honda Integra or something like that, you know, just kind of what everybody wants. And then I went to that first show and I was like, Oh, this Mazda is cool. This S10, this Datsun, Nissan, whatever. I was just like, these are so cool, and the and how much you can do with them is just you can make whatever you want, and it's almost impossible to recreate what somebody did because of how much you can do to them. Exactly. Yeah, paint jobs. You know, static drop, bagged, bodied. I mean, you see some of the yeah. most wild stuff, and nobody, generally speaking, as many truckers, we don't look at that person and go, man, they're kind of weird, because I think we could all look at each other and go, that's kind of weird, you know what I mean? So we're all yeah. like, it's kind of like a big, you know, like a sideshow almost, right? I mean, you just go yeah. out there, and, sh- and shout out to many truck and sh- many truck and sideshow, he's a good dude, but it's um, it's just a big a melting pot of people, and we all just love trucks, and you know, some cars in the mix, but you know, mostly trucks. Yeah. Yeah, but like going back to what you said about like, oh, every, oh, everybody can say that's a little bit weird, and that kind of that's really what brings us together because you can see like one truck has something, and then like you'll walk around the show and you'll see a couple other trucks with like little bits of that or little bits of this mixed yes. in because we feed off each other's creativity. Yeah, hundred percent. And you mentioned the big homie Josh Ellis. You know, it was good that you know kind of the gateway there was you know bringing in you know I know your dad grew up on the West Coast and stuff and. You know, being yeah. able to bring you guys along to shows, you know, kind of open the gates for you to go, hey, man, you have this interest now, right? So, you know, shout out to Josh, one of one of our good friends and uh, brothers. But so yeah. so what happens is, you know, for those that don't know, the so talk to us like when the truck gets pulled out and then, you know, we kind of 
you know, I, we had this ruse where, you know, I was like, hey, come over here. I'm going to introduce you to Chris, like you said. And then yeah. once you found out about it, like, what was the feeling? I mean, I was just overwhelmed with so many feelings. But whenever my dad got out and he, like, said, go sit it and all that stuff, the first thing that went through my head when I looked down, I was like, I can't try to stick. <laughs> right. And that was, and, like, out of all the things I remember, that's one of the first things I remember from that moment because it's just, like, so, like, out of all the things that I could be feeling in that, I'm worried about, like, Anxiety. oh, no. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. dang, man, how am I going to do this? But it wasn't It wasn't like your dad was going, yo, drive it home right now. You know, so you had. No, no, no. no. Yeah, but, but that's what's going through your head. So what w- the other piece that was cool was uh, we're standing there and um, talk to us about one of the, the guys in the scene that stepped up and said, hey, man, I see what's going on down here. I'm going to hook you. I'm going to hook you up. I'll do a rendering. Oh, Josh Rowan. I mean, where do I begin on how much he has just been there and support for me and my truck over the past, I guess it's been almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, First off, just doing the rendering. I mean, I thank him countless times, and I think he's kind of getting a little annoyed now. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, just meeting up with him at shows now. I really hated missing Hate Fest this weekend, but just with everything going on in my life right now, it's just it was just a little bit too much to do. But I really want to make that next year, so that way I can be there and just show that, oh, I'm not going to just be like, oh, thanks for the rendering, and then never talk again. Oh, sure. Um, because, but just a couple months later, having my truck lowered how it was, granted, I wrecked it like two weeks before, so it was a little messed up. Um, but just being able to go to Balambama and park next to him and just being able to share that moment with him and get pictures and all that stuff. I mean, it was just what he's done for me in the past couple couple months. It's just been incredible. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, Rowan, R-O-W-A-N, Concepts with a Z on the end. That's Josh Rowan. And, you know, I want to thank him again because, you know, he was there in the mix of things and he kind of put his hand out and said, hey, you know, he saw what we were doing for Street Trucks live, thanks to Chris and team. Uh, Mach 1 was there as well. And he says, hey, I'll throw in a rendering and boom. So you work back with him on that. And then my whole vision was to be able to get some Bell Tech uh, products and, and maybe you guys do this at-home tech article. And, uh, you know, you alluded to that or we, yeah. we alluded to that a few minutes ago. But all that came together. And my understanding was like you and yeah. your dad did that and you took the photos. Talk to us a little bit about the tech article and how that came together. So, yeah. So pretty much after Mininats, um, the day after we got the truck, we went back. Um, we went just because we had to get back home and everything. So we went back, said our goodbyes, everything, thanked people and all that. And, I mean, I was getting pointed out by people I didn't even recognize, but we ended up running into Chris. And we talked to him for a couple minutes, and he gave me his card. And so when I got home, I emailed him, asked him a couple questions, and he just kind of mentioned possibly getting something working with Belltech because he had mentioned it he had mentioned it before, too, whenever we were talking to him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that would be really cool. And lo and behold, a couple months later, he said he sent he forwarded me this email from one of the people at Belltech saying, we'd love to work with that. That would be an amazing opportunity. And Chris just made sure it was okay with me. And I said yes. And so a couple weeks later, this lowering kit shows up on my doorstep. And then me and my dad plan it out and... We uh, called my uncle over, 
Kud just to help us a little bit mm-hmm. because I will admit me and my dad are not the most experts oh, when sure. it comes to stuff like this. So that really also made it it made it fun and it also made it a little kind of nerve wracking at times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we called my uncle over. He helped me. I unfortunately had to go to work, so they did a little bit of the work. But when I got home, I got right into it and was taking pictures, putting in shocks, uh, leaf springs, all that stuff. And, I mean, a couple hours later, I think it took us the whole weekend. So a couple hours later, end of the weekend, it was done and it was sitting there, uh, ready to go and all that. We just had to um, wait for some bigger lowering box because I was like, no, that's got a little bit too much rake. I want it to be more level. So I ordered three-inch lowering blocks, and that got my truck level. So I'm really happy with it. Yeah, very cool. And that basically, the, the name of it that appears on the rendering is high school, and then it's like H-A-U-L apostrophe R, so high school hauler. And Yeah, that's a, what my dad drew up. He just was messing at work, he said. Uh-huh. And he's coming up with names because, you know, we're lowering it. Everybody's got a truck name. I need a truck name. So he's just messing around, and he comes up with high school holler and that logo on there is what he drew. We sent it to Josh and he put it on there just as, so you know what it's called. Heck yeah. Yeah. And it came together. The tech article ran in street trucks. You know, you work back with Chris Hamilton and um, you know, I want to thank bell tech. Uh, you can go to belltech.com and you know, we, they're big sponsors of uh, street trucks, especially the live streams. And I always encourage people that if you're looking to lower or, uh, raise your lift your vehicle rather you can go to belltech.com they have great support as well and they've been doing this for many years and i was super excited that they got on board with your project but um you mentioned there was obviously that little hiccup right you had this little accident but everything's kind of back on track now right it was a small fender bender yeah i mean nothing much we had um and god help me i can't remember his name now and i feel so bad but um he lived about 15 minutes away from the showgrounds in maggie valley Mm -hmm. and he hooked us up with a new core support hood fender and i believe a couple headlights too and then we got um then we got a new just a matte finish bumper nothing special from bob miller one of the trucks rush guys Mm -hmm. and then i just picked up and i just picked up this new just black grill on ebay that i found real quick so i could get it back together as soon as possible Got it. And was that was that uh, was it Ben? Um, it's B- Bill Miller, right? The, what the yellow truck? Bill Miller. Are? I said Bob Miller. Yeah, no, no problem. Bob I just want to make sure. Bill yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. So yeah, yeah. so you kind of got the parts, and you kind of back on track with with Project High School Hauler. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, just a couple things here and there. You know, got to fix a couple issues that just come with owning an older truck. Um, you know, like. We just had the clutch fixed a couple days ago, and now we've got to get uh, – we have a rubbing problem in one of the fenders, so we're, like, trying to go about how seeing how to fix that, whether we just cut out the fenders in general and just that way I don't got to worry about it. And then we've been kind of lazy about it, but we got to cut out the bump stops so I don't slam whenever I hit a big enough bump. Oh, yeah. So just So just little things. Well, that's great. I mean, dude, we're super excited for you. And Thank the you. same thing we said, you know, the listeners heard us talk a little bit earlier with Carter. Now we're on with Colin. 
is, you know, obviously it's not every day that kids are, you know, joining the scene. Now, granted, there's a lot of dads out there and their kids are riding along and they love it. But, you know, someone like yeah. yourself, that's that's kind of, t- you know, you and your family, you get you guys took the plunge, right? Your family invested in this truck. And yeah. instead of you just kind of getting and going, eh, whatever, like, you know, you've got an investment in it now, right? Belltech was on board. You have the rendering. You guys do the lowering kit, the, the wheels and tires. And now you've got something you can enjoy. So, you know, we're anxious yeah. to kind of see you, you know, as you as you move ahead. Obviously, you got a lot going on, right? You're doing well in school, and you've got all that stuff. But, I mean, you got your future ahead of you, your photography that you love, and then now the mini. But why don't you shout out your photography uh, page on Instagram? So my photography page, it's actually a nod to you, if you remember, from Southern Tradition a, oh, uh, yeah. a year ago. Uh, it's in – it's a little wordy, but it's a in – and it's a period, duh, D-A, period, grass, and then photography. In the grass photography. Yeah, like on the rise, but it's in the grass. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's you the one who kind of threw the idea up at me because I was sitting around. I had this new camera. I was taking pictures, and you're like, hey, you should start a photography page. You get a big following. And so for the rest of that show, I just took pictures. I even went around with uh, – one of my friends that I met there and just took pictures and pondered a name. And I was like, you know what? Jason gave me this idea. I've got to give an, I've got to give a little respect <laughs> and an homage to him. Oh, you're too nice, man. But, but yeah, we, we love, we love seeing someone like yourself just be excited about it. You went to a show. It was like hook, line and sinker. You, you were hooked, right? Yeah. And then now you've been back and you've dabbled around, but you know, obviously, a lot of us think back, like when I was envisioning you getting some Belltech products and stuff. I thought back to when I was at that age. Like, I didn't have a truck when I was sixteen. I wish I had. But then, yeah. you know, to your point, you know, you and your pops, you guys don't know it all. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff, right? And my friend showed me how to change brakes, and then this other guy did the lowering spindles, Belltech, on my truck, and this and that, and. You know, but that's the way I learned, right? It was kind of getting your hands dirty. So, yeah. you know, you got a little bit of all of it. You got your photography page. You've got your truck now. You're doing the day yeah. thing, and you've got your future ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, I've really kind of tried to dip, uh, dip my feet in everywhere I can and just experience it from all angles. Real talk, man. Well, why don't you give a shout-out to your mom and dad, and then we'll wrap it up, homie. Yeah. I mean, just – I wouldn't even be here. Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know the people. I wouldn't have the people recognize me without my mom and dad, without them giving me that truck. I wouldn't have the friends I do with street trucks, bell tech, you guys. Josh Ellis. Yep. Yeah. Josh Ellis, Josh Rowan, um, Bill Miller, so many people, Daryl Poe, all them. I wouldn't be where I'm at without them and without them helping me with this truck. And because I will admit, I, I haven't paid for everything, but my parents have been there to help me and I'm good. I'm paying them back, though. So there's that. Um, but I mean, they've helped me so much in so many ways and I just can't thank them enough. Love hearing it, dude. Well, we got you on tape now saying you're paying a pack, so there's no getting out. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But- yeah, I guess I kind of bit myself right there. <laughs> Yeah, and the good thing is you got a lot of shows around you and you know you're at a great time of your life. So you can you can go as fast or as slow as you want in terms of things, but you know, it's great that you uh, thank everyone else. I really think that's important. And uh, you know, we can't wait to see you at a show and and to see this thing featured. I mean, let's be honest. 
you'll get it to a yeah. point where it'll be featured one day and, and you'll be proud of that product that, that you guys have produced. So uh, stay on the rise, Colin, as we always say, yeah. and we can't wait to slap yeah. hands and, and give the best to your pops. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll make sure to meet you guys soon. All right. Hey, keep it in the grass photography. Check them out, as we mentioned. And Colin, have a good night. All right. You too, man. All right. Peace. See ya. So, yeah, man, just syncing up with Colin, man. Awesome. And again, we're trying to keep it fresh. So if you're a first-time listener, make sure you follow or subscribe to the podcast. Typically, we have, you know, 45 minutes to an hour banter. Thank God Miggity Mike the Mayor is out this week because we can mix it up, uh, you know, you know, mixing it up like Sir Mix a lot and keep things a little bit fresh. We often get feedback when we do different things like this. People go, oh, I love I love the, the change up and the flow. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're experimenting around a little bit, and we're going to keep this thing going. So we had finished the key show updates earlier, and then we called Colin. So I want to thank the West Coast Influence. Uh, I talked about Radar selling the 620 earlier, but did you know that Radar also produced a mini truck documentary? Yes, it's called the West Coast Influence, and you can purchase it by going to minitruckfilm.com. They have Blu-ray, DVD, and custom die-cast vehicles available. Just go to minitruckfilm.com. All right, so the podcast updates, you guys, it's Friday for all the day one listeners. Just know that we dropped on 9-9 our new shirt. Mike hinted last week we're paying homage to the ladies Two ladies that have been on this show before. This shirt, I'm telling you, it's a saying that I came up with, kind of like Mike came up with. Mini trucking isn't the only, or mini trucking isn't everything. It's the only thing. Well, this one is mini trucking. It's in our DNA, and we love love the concept. We've got Karen Moore's Yoda Toyota, and we have Brooks Ranger, which was built by Jimmy's Running Customs. And we have a couple nods in there. You got the Space Needle, and then you have the Rocket. The Rocket, I guess, has kind of a dual meaning, right? Because it's East Coast. I think of NASA over here, of course, on the Space Coast, they call it. But also, we always use the Rocket for kind of symbolize on the rise. And uh, so, go out to ourlifestylepodcast.com. We've got stickers. We've got hoodies, banners, T-shirts. We have tank tops, mostly kind of the guy size tank tops is what we sell the most of. And then, um, of course, I mentioned stickers. So there's going to be a lot more merch coming out with that saying, but bottom line is we appreciate all the support. We're super excited. You know, we switched this one up a little bit. We did two ladies' trucks, as Mike had mentioned recently. But the important piece was for us is paying homage to the ladies that are doing so much in the scene. And then, of course, the It's in Our DNA kind of came from Brooke's logo, the RA logo, she has been on before and she's talked a little bit about her job that talks about, you know, or that ties into forensics, if you will. So it was this concept that I had. It has the DNA strand. It ties into the front logo as well. But all of that is mini trucking. And guess what? It's in our DNA. Our lifestylepodcast.com. Make the purchase today. All right. The Airhead Nation updates is brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear. But before we actually call, we're going to do some audio for some big updates with HDWW, also known as Hammered Weekend Wear. What I want to do is I want to just cover uh, two things that I had saved for the Airhead Nation updates. Now, this first one's tough. 
Ed Eister, our friend, our uh, you know big supporter of the podcast, he had posted on September 4th and said, I lost my dad 40 years ago this morning. I was nine years old, but I treasure the time we had together. He fostered my love of the Indy 570s Ford trucks. I still think of him often, especially when I use the tools he left me or when I cut the grass. Kind of had a real cool thing that he said about his pops, some great photos. And, um, you know, he adds a little bit more to it. But um, really, really, really good post. And uh, love lo- love what you do, Ed. Can't wait to see you at Slamfest. Rest in peace to your pops. And then this one comes from Brian Marshall, BM, from the Pacific Northwest. He says, happy anniversary to my wife, who still loves me for some reason. I love her more than she'll ever know. And uh, end quote, he kind of goes on to uh, say a little bit more to uh, Rochelle. I think it's how you say it, Marshall. Great people and uh, love that they're down with OLP. All right, so we're going to call. We're going to call a few people. Riggedy Ron Perkins, Adam Tripp from the Spark Show. I think even Corey Floyd, so this might be the first time we got a four-way Willie going on the podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to call them real quick. Uh, then I'll wrap up the show, and then we'll have some audio with Dayton from the Future Mini Trucker podcast, and that'll round out this episode. So again, please subscribe or follow OLP via any podcast app. There you go. Yo, yo. So, man, we're getting ready to transition in here. The first time we've done a four-way Hold on, let me restate that. The first time we've had four people on the phone, like a party line. Who? That's the old school term of the week, man, right there. Uh, Ron, you there? I mean, you remember the party lines back in the 90s, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, party lines in the 90s. Uh, that is a good throwback term for sure. I know last I heard Hank invented that. I mean, he was doing some sort of weird parties, but I, I've been basically advised I can't talk about that stuff because it's it's just too 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 much. You know what I mean? But in all seriousness, we were just talking about the Airhead Nation updates, and we're keeping things fresh this week, mixing it up. And uh, you know, instead of me cutting a promo for HDWW, also known as Hamburg Weekend, where we wanted to get the team on. And Ron, speaking of team, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was you and Hank before, but I'm hearing now there's. Um, there's a growing team. So let me kick it over to you, man. Why don't, I know you got a big update to share. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, starting in 2022, uh, we want to continue to hit as many shows as we can. Um, but, you know, being being stuck in the Ram with uh, with Hank over over these hundreds of thousands of miles that we've traveled is, is really putting its toll on, on me. So um, I was able to to hook up with, uh, with some really good folks that are uh, – they're just as excited about the brand that I am. So, uh, uh, we were able to link up with, uh, Corey Floyd, Adam Tripp, uh, Heather and Chelsea, and they're going to be our new East coast hammered weekend wear distributor. Do distribution on the rise. And we got Adam and Corey on, uh, Adam, how are you doing? Yo, yo, what's going on guys? Everything's good in the hood. We love the spark show. And then we got Corey Floyd from Corey Floyd Photography. How you doing, brother? Good, man. How about you? Good, man. You're you're keeping it on the rise. Let me let me get that OBS off you though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll add you to the list. Yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know. So Adam, <laughs> you know, talk to us a little bit about this experience. I mean, I understand like you guys from the Spark Show 
one of our favorite shows out there, Sevierville, Tennessee. You guys are gallivanting, as we like to say, all over the country, going to other people's shows, kind of reciprocating, right? Going, hey, you come to our show, we come to yours as much as we can. But what's the um, the thought process be- behind trying to kind of help out Hamburg Weekend Wear expanding the distribution? Yeah, so we, uh, Corey and I, have been putting our heads together for quite some time, trying to come up with uh, a little bit of our own thing. Uh, we like to get advice from legends in the scene. Uh, walk in the room, Ron Perkins and Hank, and he's like, hey, I got an idea. I need some help on the East Coast. You guys are on the East Coast. What do you think? And, um, you know, I had some really good uh, sit-downs with the guys, and it's it's going to be a team effort. We're, uh, we're ready to hit it hard. Uh, for Hamburg Weekend, we're on the East Coast and save some miles on that rim. So hopefully you don't have to get on the transmission. I know, right? And Corey, I mean, rumor has it you've got a topper on your truck and apparently you can master P and sell some cassette tapes out the back, but you're going to flip the script and start selling the corn toss boards and then now the HDWW right out the tailgate. Oh, man, absolutely. And we actually have something else kind of up our sleeves as well that's kind of more hush-hush, uh, another build in the works. But you just kind of wait and hang around and wait for uh, that. So hopefully by the beginning of the year, when we're ready to release the whole hammer, we'll have a little extra vehicle with us. Excellent. Yeah, I love hearing it. And real quick, uh, since we're talking Corey, Corey Floyd Photography, just kind of mentioned your page because, dude, we love what you're doing out there. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I'm Corey Floyd Photography on uh, Instagram, Facebook. You name it, I'm out there. Uh, I like to go to shows. And if you're at a show and you put photos done. Yeah, those Orange Beach Invasion photos, though, man. Those things were circulating like literally like a drug. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, it, it is hard to take a bad photo of Orange Beach Invasion. I tell you, the, the not life, and I mean, it's just second to none. I am happy to announce I will be out there doing the show coverage again this year. So really excited about that. Looking forward to that as well. Yeah, and I love seeing newcomers, you know, not a newcomer, so to speak, but, I mean, you're really putting some oomph behind, you know, your brand, right, in terms of the the photos, and I love seeing it. It's kind of like DJ Mays, our brother, the DJ to the scene, if you will, and I uh, love seeing what he's doing. But uh, before we go back to Adam, you know, Ron, I just wanted to kind of, you know, get your thought when, when you think of the brand and where you started, right, and you put in so much hustle and blood, sweat, and, and, and miles, so to speak. Did you ever think you'd get to the point where you've got people, good people like Corey and Adam saying, hey, we got your back and we, we want to help distribute this? I don't want to call it crack. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, it is a family podcast, but, you know, we'll call it like, you know, it's kind of like a drug to the scene. You know what I mean? These awesome designs. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It's it's really humbling having, having uh, those guys have my back like that and them believing in the brand as much as I do, because like I said, I, I, uh, had kind of born it, uh, about seven years ago. So for them to see what we're doing, uh, is really awesome. And, uh, you know, it'll just help keep us out, uh, in the, uh, in the scene. I know those guys are, um, you know, have a lot of love for the scene and, and go to a lot of shows. So I think it's going to work out. Um, it's going to work out really well. And, and this doesn't mean that, that you won't see Ron Perkins anymore. Like I, um, you know, if, if you see, uh, Corey and uh, Adam, Chelsea, and Heather at, at a show. You know, I might fly in. There's no way I don't think that I'll, I'll be able to miss uh, Mini Nats or or some of the fun shows like that. Because first and foremost, I've always been a enthusiast, and uh, I don't know. I might have something on my sleeve to where I I drive myself out there to to Mini Nats. I mm-hmm. like it. 
I like it. Well, you know, you got to be careful because, you know, Adam, you know, he's tied into the whole, you know, racketeering and some of these, you know, unions and stuff. I mean, he might try to Debo the stuff. But, you know, the good thing is, Hank, if he comes off the top ropes, he might be able to take Adam down. Wouldn't you say, Ron? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a brawler. He's a brawler for sure. But I don't, you know, I don't expect any issues like that. On the on the East Coast, you know, Hank may have something, someone else to contend with. We may just have to see who pops up to uh, beat up on old Hank. But, man, Hammered Weekend Wear, we love it. We can't wait to support the brand to make sure everybody gets their gear on the East Coast just as well as West Coast. Uh, you know, feature real builds, and we are super stoked about it. And speaking of newcomers, our first show that we'll be vending at will be the uh, one and only Daytona, Mr. Miggity Mike the Mayor, Eastbound Get Down. So we're super pumped about a new show, new venture for us. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I was talking to Carter earlier, kind of an up-and-coming future mini trucker, so to speak. Uh, then we talked to Colin, and then we still have to talk with uh, Dayton. But, uh, you know, Carter was already cutting promos for Mike, and I said, hey, man, you make sure, you know, Mike, you, make, make, you know, same with you, Adam. Make sure Mike's paying you, dude, because you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, you got to tell Mike, hey, we're the Spark Show. If you want someone like us to come to a show like what you guys got going on in Daytona. I mean, dude, this shit ain't free. You know what I'm saying? So just give him a hard time. And, you know, he's not he, – he doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, so he won't hear this stuff. You know what I mean? Well, he told me that his payment to us was letting me talk to him on the phone. Like, that was the owner. You know, so I, I just yeah. assumed that was what everybody – Yeah, 30 years past high school, he still thinks he's the man. I mean, I just never figured that out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness um, – you know, Adam, I wanted to kind of reinforce that, you know, you guys just, and sometimes I'm good with show dates, but it was the seventh or eighth annual Spark Show. Uh, this was our eighth annual. Yes, sir. Eighth for annual. And you guys have had the pedal stomped, right? And and I see that you guys are always networking. Uh, you have a lot of great brands out there, like some of our friends, Jason Bell at Mini Truckers Union, right? You know, so many good people come out, but you guys are always kind of like, hey, what's on the horizon, Right. And you built this show, you know, you've had some great show coverage in Street Trucks Magazine. What's kind of your goal when you start going to these shows next year? Is it just to kind of help Ron? But, I mean, you guys will obviously be trying to get the word out for your show as well, right? Yeah, the Spark Show will always be something that uh, near and dear to, to my heart to be able to advertise. I mean, as well as you know, I've got a tattoo on my arm, so I'm a walking advertisement oh, no matter where I go. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're going to go to these shows, and it's – we're going to own this brand. Uh, Ron has said, you know, you're a part of the team. You're a part of the family. And that's the beautiful thing about this scene is it doesn't matter where you're at, uh, who you're repping, you know, we're, we're all part of the family and, and we're going to own it. Uh, Corey, the girls and I, uh, this is going to be just as much our business as Ron's. And we, we can't thank him enough for the opportunity to be able to do this and, and uh, bring it on the East coast. I love it. Now, Ron, is this where we pull out the, the official HDWW uh, sanction book? And I don't think it applies to the ladies, but is this where we break it to them now that, like, face tattoos are kind of the first thing you got to do to be part of the team? You know what I mean? Right, yeah, minimum of one neck tattoo. <laughs> Corey's like, yo, I'm already Corey in. Corey goes first. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You know, Corey, I wanted this ties into Adam as well, but the Spark Show artwork for this year was amazing, right? And I just happened to see one of the posts earlier. I think it was Joey at Get Dacked, our, our big homie. They laid down, and keep me honest, they laid down that epic artwork on some skate decks. And your truck was a part of it. Uh, Michelle Boone's was as well, and the toaster, as I call it. 
Um, how awesome is it to see like something that you built? I mean, you've had a couple different looks with the 1500, keep me honest, but how awesome is it to see that artwork from Graphic Disorder on the Spark Show uh, gear this year? Oh, man, it, it was, I mean, just, I mean, words really can't even describe how awesome it is to actually just see it finished and, you know, on the logo and on the shirts and banners and metal signs and the skate decks. I mean, it's, it was super just humbling and made me feel blessed. And I can't thank, you know, Adam and Don and the Sparks crew enough for, you know, having my truck on the banner with uh, Michelle and Dustin's uh, XB. Uh, it was just, and Graphic Disorder absolutely just killed the, the artwork as they always do. It was just perfect, spot on. And the little Cory Bear was excellent touch <laughs> yeah it was it was good stuff and and adam i know uh you know you're you're i call him your right hand i guess right you know dizzy he's not here uh today right because i know Corey's here to, to kind of represent what you guys are going to be doing but i know you want to tip your cap to dizzy man i mean the guy's a hard-working dude he's always putting in work and uh you know he he's a big part of the spark show oh absolutely dizzy will always be a part of the spark show uh love him and uh, you can't do it without him. Need his help all the way. You never know. I may drag him around to a couple shows that we go to. You may see him pop up at the booth, you know, yelling everybody, come get your hammered gear. Exactly. Yeah, you need kind of the, I don't want to call it the town crier. You know, like when you'd go to the carnival and there'd be like the guy like making all the, you know, trying to piss you off to throw the, the dollar baseballs to knock the clown in. Like he's kind of that guy, you know, not the clown, but he's the guy that's going to rope you in, right? And I mean, that's Dizzy. Yeah, that's the Dizzy. Yeah, sure. The Dizzy, exactly. <laughs> Ron, as we kind of wrap up here, this whole HDWW Hammered Weekend where kind of leading from the west to the east from a distribution standpoint, anything else you want to share? I know you just recently had two pre-orders, uh, so to speak, going down. Anything you want to plug there to kind of reinforce? I know you sometimes will add those extras to your website. Yeah, yeah. We actually uh, are just finishing up tomorrow. Well, technically when you listen to this, it would have been a couple days ago, but... The uh, Catch Me If You Can featuring Dave Shulman's Catch-22. That was a really awesome artwork done by Eric and Graphic Disorder. And then the uh, um, Tim Davis's uh, convertible Nissan um, that was Ferrari-inspired. We kind of went back to original Fast and the Furious and more than you can afford pal on that that design. That that one's doing really well. And uh, those will be in stock at um, Eastbound Get Down with... uh, with Corey and Adam and Heather and Chelsea to, to be able to give everybody there on, on the uh, East coast what they need if they didn't get in on the pre-order. Yeah. It, hopefully they'll be able to get some because I know the pre pre-order went so well. What we do need to do too, is you and I've talked a little bit, we're going to link up later this year. We're going to have some big news from a, a t-shirt sub perspective and we're going to kind of, um, you know, blow it out this year. And I think, what I would reinforce to everyone is that Ron's the only guy, the Hammered Weekend Wear brand, if you will, is the only brand out there that has a t-shirt subscription that's involved in our truck scene. And because he has this down to literally a real tight schedule, he's able to produce you know two shirts every two months, give or take, right? So when you yeah. buy the subscription, you're saving upwards of, I've heard, 40 50 bucks, but it really kind of depends on maybe um, what you end up ordering, right, Ron? Yeah, yeah. Basically, you get uh, you get two shirt, two t-shirts every two months, which gives you twelve a year. Um, just just like uh, your favorite magazine, you you go to the mailbox, you get 
you get the two newest designs and uh we do it from december 1st to december 31st because there's colors and sizes and everything involved um which works out perfect so it makes for uh you know a great christmas gift um but yeah we'll continue to do that and we'll continue to uh do the, the pre-orders on sale uh on the website and then like i said we'll take care of the west coast uh and uh and adam and, and Corey will handle the east coast making it a little bit easier um but yeah yeah we'll have death row west coast and death row east coast yeah man yeah. a nice tie-in because you know rest in peace Pac was was uh shot 25 years ago today at the time yeah, of this recording insane. crazy now dizzy uh now, Adam, before we kind of wrap it up here, um, I noticed on thesparkshow.bigcartel.com, you guys still have a few things out there. And um, anything you want to kind of wrap up from the Spark Show perspective? Man, the Spark Show for eighth year, uh, we did, we sold out of everything. So there was a couple things left, but uh, Dizzy got those sold at Revolution. Uh, so we are out of product at the moment. Uh, but, yeah, definitely – Keep your eyes open for that new artwork. Uh, it's right around the corner for 22. Got a big surprise coming for it. And uh, just like with Hammered Weekend, where we love featuring real builds as well. So stay tuned. I love it. And Corey Floyd, dude, we got to get you back on to talk more about your photography. I mean, literally, it's it's one of the best in our scene. And if anybody hasn't checked it out, Facebook, Instagram, search Corey Floyd, just how it sounds. It's C-O-R-E-Y, right? That is correct. I actually spell mine the right way with an E. I, so. I like it. And the photos are so epic. I mean, we've seen some just awesome stuff. And I would just tell people, check it out. Um, any last words, Corey? No, man. Well, I thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having us on here. I know I can speak for Adam and myself. Uh, when we thank Ron for giving us this opportunity. Like, like Adam said, we had kind of talked about doing kind of our own thing. And then this kind of fell into our lap in a way. And, I mean, I, I couldn't be more excited to help out. I, mean, I love a better brand to help out. So, yeah, I love hearing it. My only advice to both of you is, you know, at the middle of the night, you could get some weird texts from, you know, Hank, kind of asking for certain things or send out some freebies. Like, just take that with caution. I mean, I know you guys aren't snitches, so you, I know you're not going to run right to Ron and be like, "Yo, I'm getting these weird texts." But you know, just be cautious because he could just be, you know, having a good time and maybe not even realize what he's texting. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. Well, listen, gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for spending some time to talk about HDWW uh, is the short that I use for Hammered Weekend Wear. And, Ron, what's the website again? HammeredWeekendWear.com, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com. Or click the link in the Instagram bio. You guys have a uh, great night, and don't get into too much trouble without Hank. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks right. for having us on. Peace. Hey, man, that was fun. I think the party line, we need to do more of that. And I was joking with them when we ha when we hung up there a second ago, and I kind of said, you know, it killed a lot of birds with one stone because I kind of wanted to have Ron back on. And then Cordy's a good dude. I mean, his, his photography is, I mean, it's getting noticed on the national level, especially with these shows going, dude, man, these nighttime photos, I mean, just doing some awesome stuff. And then, of course, we didn't get a chance, unfortunately, to make it to the Spark Show this year. Just a lot going on. Um, helping the fam down here and whatnot. But I'm personally looking forward to going back next year. I mean, I kind of got to drive down going a few years in a row. And I uh, just love what those guys are doing. But most importantly to our friend Ron at Hammered Weekend Wear, we love the dedication. I mean, this year was the U.S. tour. Obviously had a couple hiccups. We've talked about those with him recently, transmission challenges. But 
I mean, hell, the guy went out and bought a brand new truck and still had some hiccups. But the good thing is he's not looking to slow down. He's just looking to to kind of um, reorganize and go, hey, how can I be a little bit more efficient? And he gave it a go this year, but we'll, of course, see him at shows. And he didn't mention on the audio, but I talked to him the other day, and he goes, yo, Jay, he goes, you know I'm not going to miss Lone Star Throwdown. And I would uh, encourage everyone to go to Lone Star Throwdown com and uh, at the time of this recording, you're basically only about 165, 170 days away from the event, and that's right there. The counter is right there on their website. You can register now, and what happens is, you know, they're probably I'd say about 70, 75 percent sold out, if not higher. A lot of people are going to wait. You're going to have this like calm before the storm, and you're going to get to around November, December, and there's going to be a day that just goes boom. They're sold out. Okay, it happened to me a couple years ago. I really wanted to register, and I, I was like, I'll wait, I'll wait. I procrastinated it, and boom, it was gone. LoneStarThrowdown.com, pre-register, trust me. Worst comes to worst, you can still get in. You'll have two passes, so it's not like you're losing your money, and I do believe they are cutting out the scalping this year. Uh, unfortunately, that apparently is a thing, and I didn't realize it was, but uh, you will be able to transfer your ticket up until maybe August 1st, I believe it is. But they're cutting out the scalping. They're keeping it legal, of course. I guess my last update, and then we're going to call and we'll round it out with Dayton from Future Mini Trucker Podcast. But, you know, kind of just a miscellaneous ODB update, not really live and uncut, but, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately, and I want to really motivate as many people as I can. You know, so many of you tune into this podcast. The numbers have grown by leaps and bounds. I certainly appreciate that. One of the things I think that I need to motivate myself more to do, as well as everyone out there, you know, not everyone, but a lot of you guys uh, and ladies, is just really to live as healthy as we can. You know, the lifestyle. I remember when I was in my 20s, you know, people were like, oh, you get to your 40s, man, the wheels start coming off. And Although I've seen some people, you know, that are that are very, you know, healthy people and they run all the time and they eat right and they do all this stuff. Like, I mean, they can get into their 60s and they look like they're in their 40s. So, you know, believe me, there's people that can kind of beat that, um, that whole notion. But, you know, last year I took a job where I, I'm, I'm back to sitting on my, you know, what all day in front of a computer. Uh, you know, before I was kind of moving a good bit. And uh, many of us get to our 40s and 50s, and we just become stagnant. You know, no exercise, maybe bad eating habits, uh, drinking a lot, especially at car shows. I know that's what I, you know, tend to do. You know, just all of that stuff. And, um, you know, we're, we're in this time, this really weird transition where we're starting to lose people at these high rates. And, you know, some of it is pandemic-related. Some of it's health-related. I mean, hell, you just get to your 40s in, generally, in general, and you start to lose family members, you know. And... Oftentimes, it's not of old age. You know, it's just of things that could be preventive maintenance. I remember someone one time saying, man, the amount of preventive maintenance that we put into our vehicles is often more than we put into ourselves, right? With eating right or a little bit of exercise. All I'm saying is let's all band together, motivate each other to eat better, you know, get out the bike once in a while, go for a walk, go for a run, whatever. But most importantly, uh, something I need to do, um, I used to be better at going to the doctor visits. You know, my wife keeps pushing me to get back in and, you know, reestablish myself with our, you know, primary care physician. You know, those type of things I think is super important. Um, you know, I have an Apple Watch, kind of monitors my heart rate a little bit. 
you know, I go for, you know, bike rides here and there and stuff, but it's still not enough. You know, I've gained a few pounds and I just realized that it's like, hey, get out there. We're losing too many good friends and family. Let's try, you know, including this is for myself. I'm going to try to live as healthy as I can because that's the best I can do. You know, there's a lot of things out there we can't control. And uh, if we try to stay as healthy as possible, you know, hopefully it'll mean many more days, months, years, uh, decades to come for, you know, all of us and many of the listeners out there. Uh, we will build upon this concept as we move forward with the podcast, but please, you know, do as much as you can to move into a more healthy lifestyle. Uh, as many truckers, we go to a lot of shows, we, we drink a lot, we do a lot of this stuff. And, you know, for me, I'm going to be 43 later this year. I don't talk about my age a lot, but I've just kind of realized that it's like, hey, man, got to slow down a little bit and just enjoy life, spend time with the fam. You know, we've always preached that. But, you know, let me know what you guys think, and uh, maybe we can band together. We can get a group together, whether it's a Facebook group or it's something to help motivate all of us to do what we can to be as healthy as we can so that we can enjoy many more years here on planet Earth. So, Miscellaneous update by ODB brought to you by Colorado Custom. Say it time and time again. No better customer service in the scene, in the wheel scene, than Colorado Custom. You can go to coloradocustom.com or look them up on social media, including Facebook and Instagram. You may also see on Facebook they are listed as CC Cycle Wheels. That is their motorcycle division. And you can obviously message them there as well. But, man, we covered a lot. I say we. Miggity Mike, the mayor, he's out. Who knows where? But uh, thank you so much to the two early guests. We, of course, had our first four-way on the podcast, right? So that was cool. The party line talked a little bit about HDWW. And then we'll pick up some audio here in a few minutes that will roll in to Dayton from Future Mini Trucker Podcast. We met him at Mini Nats in the past, and he's a great kid. Love what he's doing. Stay on the rise, y'all, and remember... Our future of this scene is super important. Let's help bring more people into it to enjoy it for many years to come. Mini trucking is what we do. It's the lifestyle we live, but we got to keep minis on the rise, including the mini trucking and the lifestyle in, 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 um, in particular. So that's enough. You guys get sick of hearing me. Going to roll into this audio. Have a safe weekend. We got you. Yo, yo, and as I mentioned, we're getting ready to roll in here with audio. Would like to remind everyone that SlamFest 30, yes, the 30th anniversary of the famed SlamFest is going down this year in October, two months away or so, in sunny Tampa, Florida. Come on down the 9th and 10th of October. Make those plans now. Always beautiful weather, knock on wood, in October, and it's the 30th anniversary for SlamFest. You can check the hashtag SlamFest30 for more or just search SlamFest on Facebook. Pre-registration is still happening. You can save $20, and that $20 is like getting a free show shirt. Go out there today, SlamFest on Facebook. Hey, hey, so as I mentioned, we're going to transition into our last bit of audio. It's been a jam-packed episode. And before we jump in with Dayton, I did want to remind everyone that I didn't get a chance to mention it earlier. This Saturday is September 11th, which is a 
um, a day that we look back 20 years ago into the history of our country, and it was one of the worst days ever, the biggest terrorist attack, I believe it was, ever on U.S. soil, and um, not just in New York, of course, in Pennsylvania, as well as in Washington, D.C., so rest in peace to all the fallen, and um, let's hope that something like that never happens again to our country. A quick moment of silence. Thank you very much, and uh, what I'd like to do is introduce Dayton Cooper. How you doing, DC? Oh, not too bad. How about you? Everything's good, man. We love what you're doing, and we love that we got a chance to meet you at one of our favorite shows, Southeast Mini Truck and Nationals, earlier this year. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit to some folks that may not know you? Um, I'm Dane Cooper. I'm 14, and I run Future Mini Truck and Podcast. I like that short and sweet intro, and I, I got to ask you, how did you form this love of mini trucks? Uh, well, I've been in, my dad pretty much got me in the scene. Uh, my first air show I went to was uh, Heritage back in 2012. I've been hooked ever since. Dang, that's insane. I mean, so you're 14 years old, and you went to a show nine years ago with your dad and your mom, man. That's insane. Like, like if you kept up this pace, you would ha- you would go to more shows than anybody we know <laughs> in your whole life. Right. Yeah. This year's been a busy year for shows, too. We've been to a lot of shows this year. What's one of your favorites that you've been to uh, this this year or last year? Uh, probably this year. Definitely one of my favorites I've been to had to be the Spark Show and Relaxing the Park. Oh, they're great. They're great shows. Or they're great people, too. Yeah. I loved every single show I've been to, but just those two shows just always have like such a great venue there. Yeah, the Spark like Show. Time. Yeah, the Spark Show in Sevierville, Tennessee, and then of course you got St. Louis with our friend DJ Mays and Fam over from the Relaxed Atmosphere family there with Relaxed in the Park, uh, St. Louis. So uh, talk to us a little bit about, like, you know, at your age, are you already starting to have a truck? You know, what are your plans in terms of what's going on in your head as it relates to mini trucks? Well, I already have a uh, 93 Toyota pickup. Uh, a lot of people have seen it. It's uh, been an all-time low. And also, just this year, I've also, uh, my dad actually gave me his OBS. It's also bagged and LS swapped. <laughs> wow. Dude, man, you're running circles on us spinny truckers, man. You got cooler stuff than we do. But my plans with them, well, the Toyota still has a blown-up motor in it, so I'm going to get it running very soon. It definitely be out next year. It actually went to Revolution uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, the OBS, I'm going to do a body drop on it, and uh, it's also going to end up getting repainted. And a whole bunch of other stuff done too. I'm not going to say all my plans yet because I only know 100% what I want to do, but I kind of got a vision for it now. And, you know, when you're at this young age, right, you're focused on school and you got minis on your mind, so to speak. How do you go about um, having the funds to do this kind of stuff? Are you working a part time job or what's your deal? Um, I actually work at my grandparents' restaurant. I've been doing online school for like the last since all the COVID stuff happened. And it's just been pretty easy for me to actually go work now. Oh, very cool, man. So you're balancing a lot of stuff to be able to meet the goals that you have. Yep. It's definitely hard work, just, but at least I get to enjoy it. What do you 
envision for the future? I mean, is there one particular thing you want to do as you get older, or is it just minis on the mind? Oh, uh, another thing I want to do, and hopefully I can bring it back next year. Back when I was 12, I actually did a show, like, just for, like, wagons and pedal course and stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, so we actually did one for St. Jude Children's Hospital. We actually ended up raising $700 that year. So I want to actually bring the show back, but actually make it for uh, mini trucks and for every for all vehicles. But I do definitely want to bring that show back. That's one of the main things I've been wanting to do. So you raised some money for a, a, a hospital. That that's a great cause. Yeah, and I bet if I would have actually done an actual show, it would have raised even more. Yeah, that's great. I mean, there's a lot of positivity that you have going on, especially over on your podcast. And talk to us a little bit about, I mean, obviously you're growing up in this tech age where, you know, many of us remember when, before we had phones, right? And now you have camera phones and you have just so much technology at your hands. At the young age that you were and that you currently still are, how did you come up with this concept to start your own podcast? Well, actually, my main inspiration was from you guys. Oh, no way. (laughs) I was just sitting down, I always listen to your guys' podcast and I was just like, Man, I kind of want to do something like this, but I want to do it something different. I want to do it towards like future mini truckers. So then I just sat there and thought about it for a while. Then I searched up how to start a podcast, and that's how I figured out the recording app I use and everything else. And it just went on ever since. I remember when you had me on about a year ago or so, and you kind of alluded to that. And, you know, it made us feel good. But, you know, when we get older you know, and we have younger uh, folks like the theme of this episode, right? We talked to Carter earlier. We talked to Colin. Now we're talking with Dayton. You know, it's not every day that we see young kids, you know, maybe wanting to get in and build stuff. Now, granted, there's a lot of dads out there and we always want our sons to do it. And there's, you know, there's plenty of those that are out there and they're doing it. But, you know, for me to see someone that's younger like yourself and the other guests that we've had on have the motivation to want to do cool stuff, it just, you know, brings a smile to my face. Do you, you know, like when you think about the future of mini trucking, right, is what you talk about on your podcast a lot. You know, what do you foresee in the next few years um, with with mini trucking? Uh, I definitely see a lot more future mini truckers being a part of the scene. Like ever since I started my podcast, I've noticed a big spike in future mini truckers, which I'm sure they've been in the scene for a long time. But I didn't realize actually how many there already is, and I'm sure there's a lot more of them than me too. But I definitely will say mini trucking is going to die anytime soon. Yeah, would you say it's on the rise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one of the um, the things that I, I have found through our podcast is talking to people like Karen Moore from the West Coast. You know, she talked a lot about in the '80s when she found this love for the trucks. You know, she didn't realize though there were so many other people out there that had this similar hobby or the same hobby. In the magazine was just kind of new at that time and whatnot, but I, I do think that you've done a very positive thing because if you equate to kind of what she said over to what you guys are doing, you're kind of bringing together people that have a similar interest, right? Or someone that's like, oh, right. yeah, I've seen one of these trucks, but okay, now you know, now I understand the lifestyle a little bit and that type of thing. Uh, you do a good job of picking different guests. Um, how do you go about finding your next guest? Uh, well, I just always look and see, like, as far as, like, the future mini truckers go, 
Like, are they actually dedicated to the scene, or are they just in it because their parents are making them go to shows? Mm-hmm. And as far as, like, the grown-ups go, it's the people that I see, like, putting a big impact in the scene. Like, people that are supporting us and also doing great things for the scene. Yeah, I, I love that. One of my favorite ones was our friend DJ Mays, Jason Barbaglia. And, uh, you know, he was a fun guest over there. And you've had a lot of good people on. What what positive message would you send to maybe someone that's young in the scene and they're debating about, hey, do I want to get into doing this, you know, as far as a mini truck perspective, right, as a future mini trucker? What would you tell them, Dayton? Uh, well, I would end up telling them that if – like when you get in the scene, there's gonna be there's gonna be people that don't understand. People are gonna try to bring you down. Just don't listen to anything that they say. And do what you want to do, because that's gonna be the worst thing that you're gonna fight when you become a future mini trucker is people not understanding. Yeah, isn't that the truth? And and you know, so often I think you know mini truckers we got into it all for for I don't know different but similar reasons and. You know, one of those things, you know, oftentimes, you know, we built crazy trucks. Like, there were people all over the country building these wild trucks, dancing beds, crazy paint, and this type of thing. And it really wasn't seen in any kind of other genre at the time. You know, not really in hot rods. I mean, some, but not to the extent of the craziness that you see in mini trucks. So, I guess in a way, we're kind of like outcasts, but we've been doing it for so long, it wasn't just a fad. So, it's become kind of the norm. And, you know, as you know, Dayton, that's what we call our lifestyle, man. This is what we do. We live it. We right. go to shows every, everywhere around the country, you know? Right. Now, we, um, you know, we celebrated, unfortunately, Courtney Hallowell's passing the 10th anniversary. And then, you know, his birthday uh, came around. But, you know, we're always reminded of the quote from Wyatt Strange, which I know that there were, you know, a couple of people, including Courtney, involved with this. But uh, we have become part of something much more complicated than you or I will ever fully comprehend. We build more than just trucks. We build friendships. We build features. We build our dreams. We drive our trucks low and hold our heads high because we have an unwritten and unspoken agreement that we will live life to the fullest and never fall victim to the norm. Others laugh at us when we spend hours on end working on our trucks, yet shake our hands when we are done. And that's the famous Wyatt Strange quote. It really applies to 30 years ago or it applies to today. You know, some people look and they laugh at what we do, but then we build these killer trucks and they're like, dang, that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Right. Uh, do you, do you see like when you're building stuff or you're hanging out with your friends, do the older people look down at you guys and go, Oh, that's dumb what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, the main thing that I normally get asked is like always out like at my where I work at my grandparents' restaurant, there will always be people coming in that's always asking me because my mom always tells them about my Toyota and stuff. They're always asking me, are you going to paint it? Then they look at me stupid when I tell them that because they're like, because they think, well, it's just like old beat up truck. It's what it looks like to them pretty much. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's crazy how people love to try to spend your money and tell you what you should do. Right. But sometimes right. they just need to take a step back and be like, yo, that's some cool stuff. Or the old saying, if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say anything at all, right? Right. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people forgot. Oh, yeah. Because anymore, anymore, I mean, people just want to bash on people for no reason. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, why? I mean, why does that matter? If somebody wants to lift their truck or bag it or whatever. Like it. Like we're all doing kind of the same ordeal. Like we just like having a different mindset. Why would you hate on somebody else that oh. wants to build their vehicle different from you? R- real deal. That's what we say. Real deal. Holy feel. That's like boom. That, that, that's it. I, I like the way you think. Um, who are some people I know? You know, outside of the podcast stuff, right? I mean, because you know, we're not here for you to say, oh, we, you know, love OLP, right? Uh, we love what we do. But let me ask you this: you know, who are some people? Are there? Are there? Is there someone in the scene other than maybe your pops that you look up to, um, or do you see a truck that's one of your favorites that you go, man? That's motivating me to push, you know, harder. Yeah, I can actually have a full list of this. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, definitely one of my biggest inf- inspirations is uh, Jeremiah Sabre. Uh, he is one awesome uh, builder and has taught me a lot, too. Very cool. And and what's something, you know, like think about it, like maybe what's one thing that you've learned from from this person? I've learned how to, he's taught me how to weld. Wow. And also, I've kind of learned, because we end up building the Blazer up there, so I've also kind of learned how to build vehicles, like how to bag something, too. Wow. And, I mean, you're four, I mean, let's be, let's get this out there again. You're only 14 years old, dude. Yeah. Wow. Hey, man, I, dude, 14 years old, I think I was trying to, like, figure out how to open a cassette tape back in the day, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, yeah. I, I guess in, like, 92, man, I was waiting for the Snoop album to come out. You know, some Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> and you're out there welding and building trucks. That's pretty cool stuff. It was almost funny because I remember when when we first did the podcast, you know, I was older. You got thinking I was, like, 16. Yeah, I know, right? You got a cool name, right? So every time I see your name, Dayton, I always think, like, rolling on some Daytons, right? You know, those are some wire wheels. Did you, um, you know, how did, you know, what's the story behind your name? Was your dad thinking of some wheels when he named you? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I think they were thinking of the city. Uh, okay. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, one day you'll have to have a build where you have some Dayton's on, on your vehicle. You know what I mean? You'll be like, yo, my name's Dayton. I'm rolling on some Dayton's. I'm rolling on some D's. You know what I mean? I, th- I think that'll be cool. Right. <laughs> and then, and then just to top it off, we'll put Cooper tires on it. Dude. Look at that. Dayton Cooper ties right in your name. DC for short. I like it. So before we wrap it up, we're talking with Dayton Cooper from Future Mini Trucker Podcast. Let everyone know, Dayton, how they can go out and listen and stream your podcast because I know you and your team will appreciate that. Uh, you can go find us on uh, Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Uh, we're working on getting on some more streaming apps, but that's what we have for the moment. Yeah, and then what do, what do they need to search? You know, because I know that sometimes I'll say Future Mini Truck In or Future Mini Truckers. Why don't you give them the official name? Uh, Future Mini Truck In Podcast. Got it. So Future Mini Truck In with an I-N podcast, kind of four words. And if you Google that in our favorite search engine, Google, uh, you'll see that it will land like on Apple Pod, Apple Podcast, um, Anchor, Spotify, and fa- even Facebook. So you know, to your point, Dayton, kind of catch. It's a catch-all, right? So you can Google it, or you can search via your favorite podcast app. Uh, and also, if you're also interested in watching videos, we have a TikTok, uh, Future Mini Trucking Podcast. Uh, it's Future underscore Mini underscore Trucking underscore Podcast, and we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, featuring Turkin Podcasts, and then we also have an Instagram. 
where we'll keep like the updates on the builds. Man, you guys are taking over, man. We're gonna need you to to maybe help us one day, man. Try to try to get to the levels that you guys are reaching. I mean, you're already a young young dude, but you got cool builds you're working on. You go to shows. You got your own podcast. I mean, what's next for you guys? Uh, no, I just I enjoy being a part of the scene. I mean, this has been one of my biggest dreams to get on here. Well, it means a lot to us, and I tell you, man, if we could just clone you, Dayton. We could uh, make the world uh, more mini truckers, you know, positive, upcoming, uh, you know, coming up at the scene, working on their trucks, going to shows. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. A lot of us are just trying to get to your level, so to speak, and do those cool things. And you're already doing it at a young age. And, you know, we, we tip our cap to you, bro. I mean, that's cool stuff. Thank you. No problem. Well, as we go ahead and wrap it up for this episode 253 of our Lifestyle Podcast, I wanted to ask you, Dayton Cooper. Anything else that you wanted to share? Any shout-outs to your fam? Uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for letting me be on here. Uh, again, if you guys want to listen to the podcast, uh, definitely come check us out on Anchor, Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Uh, if anybody ever has any questions, uh, you guys can message me on Facebook at Dayton Cooper. Also, uh, I just want to thank uh, my dad for getting me in the scene cool and what's your and reinforce your dad's name again i know you said it at the beginning uh devin cooper excellent dc and dc dc and little dc i like it well listen to your uh i know your your mom and dad came out to southeast mini truck and nationals maggie valley every april earlier this year it was cool meeting you was it this year or was it the october of last year it was last year uh we didn't make it out this year we went to Alabama. That's right. Okay. So, you know, thanks to them for coming out. I know they had big smiles on their faces, and it's great that you're at such a young age and you're already networking. You're, you're meeting us old guys that really we just love mini trucks. But, uh, you know, you, you were kind of floating around meeting everyone, and that's what it's all about. So, you know, Dayton Cooper, Future Mini Trucker Podcast, check it out, or Future Mini Truck In, maybe I'll say it right, Future Mini Truck In Podcast, check it out on any podcast platform that you can pretty much think of. And Dayton, man, just stay on the rise, and we'd love to have you back on in the future when we have more to talk about. Yeah, thank you guys so much for letting me be on here. Yes, sir. And as we wrap up this episode again, we want to thank all of our sponsors, including Bayou Showdown and Orange Beach Invasion. It's going down, of course, next year in Orange Beach, Alabama. And then uh, Bayou Showdown is this November, the weekend before Thanksgiving in Slidell, Louisiana. Thanks so much to Dayton, Colin, as well as Carter for coming on. And, of course, we had Hammered Weekend Wear with Adam Trupp and Corey Floyd. So a jam-packed episode. Hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed it. Have a safe week, and we'll hit you back next week with an all-new episode, almost three straight years every Friday. ODB, we got you. Peace.